Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Off and running hour two here of Tiger Tailgating. You can jump in the conversation at 504-260-1870. Joey Falgu at Master Control. Herb Tyler. Former LSU quarterback, I'm Christian Garrick. Also joined now by Sam Spiegelman, TigerDetails.com. How are you, Sam? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me again. Two weeks in a row. You bet. Yes, uh, looking forward to the conversation with you, and we're going to kind of dance around LSU in Florida. First, though, Jay Marrero. What's going on, Jay? You're on WWL. Hey, man, I just want to say, first off, these are not the two y'all are looking for. <laughs> and anybody doesn't know that, ain't a fan. That's right. Number two. I was wor- I was watching Star Trek before most of y'all was born. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number three, go Tigers. Go Tigers, baby. All right, yeah. I like that, sir, yes, sir. Oh, and let me tell you, thank you so much. Tell the lady to answer the phone. Thank you so much. Very polite, awesome lady, and I forget her name. Okay, will do. She, okay, she's sweet. So much. She's sweet, and that's only because she had some donuts that were provided by myself. Thank you. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back a little bit. Jay Moreau, thanks for the phone call. Sam, in case you're wondering where the Star Trek, Star Wars stuff came from, first off, are you Star Wars or Star Trek? Which one? Am I allowed to say neither? Yes, I said neither. Are neither. You? so Thank disappointing. You. I had a Bam. lot of respect for both of you guys, right? <laughs> and it just diminished. Come on. Just no so, interest. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, Probably I mean, horizons. Anyway, so we had a we had a Star Trek beam me up moment where in our, in our in our intros it was a beaming back from the Jefferson Financial Credit Union Studios and I was like what are we in Star Trek anyway um, yeah. so I'm disappointed to learn that you, well, you would say got, neither we've got the glow from the Last Dragon just so you know I don't do, know do you know the Last Dragon no, he has movie? no clue he's that too young he's, yeah he's too young yeah. he's too young. oh boy. Oh boy! Can we talk Game of Thrones or no? No, no, no! no. Christian, you and I. I'll see see myself out. Yeah. Yes, Um, please. Goodness gracious! Off to a riveting start here. TigerDetails.com. Sam Spiegelman. Sam, LSU, Florida. I said it earlier. I want want to get your take on it. Ask Jeff Palermo the same thing. This game, yeah, both defenses are really good, right? And and Florida is very opportunistic, but it's going to come down to Felipe Franks and Joe Burrow. Oh, absolutely. I mean. One, the protection of Joe Burrow and the protection of Felipe Franks, because if if either defensive line gets pressure, that's that sets up this this game to be decided. Mm-hmm. Who can be more careful with the football and not give that opportunistic defense, like you mentioned, an extra opportunity? And who keeps their offense in position to score and who makes the right decisions, rather? Joe Burrow has done that effectively all year. Felipe Franks, the last couple of games, has been playing his best football under Coach Mullen, who's obviously a quarterback guru, but dating back to his time at State. Who can do that better today? And I think it's going to be pretty close. Yeah, I, I think it's – I mean, Joe Burrow's decision-making has been outstanding so far this year. You have Be- to throw better than outstanding. I yeah, think. I mean, it's been remarkable. It's yeah. a unique combination of being um, – extremely accurate with the football so seeing what he wants to see yep. and making it happen which is it's, obviously been plaguing LSU yes, for how many yes, years yes what you said is exactly right understanding what's going on first of all and processing it all and then having the physical tools and attributes to actually make it happen and that's something we've been lacking for quite some time at LSU at quarterback position absolutely I mean you know the, the biggest issue with, with a lot of these dual thread and, and big arm quarterbacks that LSU has had is like yeah they could throw it 70 yards without you know, three-step drop and just sling it. 
but they could they couldn't do that during a game setting where the receivers wide open 70 yards they could just do that in practice and now you have joe burrow who doesn't have the strongest arm but he's able to you know predict where his receivers are going to be he has that chemistry with guys like jordan jefferson uh justin jefferson rather Stephon Sullivan, D. Yep. Anderson, and he puts it in a place where only his receivers are going to catch the I, ball. I tell you what, Stephon Sullivan has, to me, has really, really shown me that he can be a guy that you can throw him the ball and he's going to catch it no matter what. I did, I did a point. film study this week, and they've been targeted an absurd number of third and fourth downs, mm-hmm. way more than anyone else on this team. Yep. So while while Justin has emerged as a, the big play threat right. and kind of, Sullivan you know, has. Hit, his speed and his mm-hmm. ability to create separation. I think Jerry Sullivan says he goes full speed in about three steps. Stefan and, and D have just been third down and fourth down magnets. Yes. And they've converted, I think, closer to 70% of the of when they're targeted on third and fourth down. Yeah. It's been amazing. I love it. I, I, I like exactly what I see. Those guys, those, that's what we recruited those guys for. And they're finally starting to do that. Yeah, the receiving core starting to round into shape. Yes. Along the offensive line, getting a little healthier, Sam, that'll help uh, in, in the protection of Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, Garrett Brumfield is still out, but besides that, they're as healthy as they have been week one. You have their left tackle back, Sadiq. Yeah. You have a, a trio at left guard between Donovan Campbell, Chase and Hines, yep. and Adrian McGee, who started at both tackle spots this season. Lloyd Cushenberry's back, which is huge because he's been PFF's top-graded center. And then Damian Lewis and Austin Deculus have come into their own on the right side. So they are not only have their, their starters back healthy, but they got guys behind them against this Florida front that has been kind of wreaking havoc the last couple of weeks. Hanging out with Sam Spiegelman, yep. TigerDetails.com. Check him out there. Also, at Sam Spiegs on Twitter. Sam. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. Coming back, you'll hear from LSU coach Ed Ogeron. I sat down with Coach O earlier in the week. This is Tiger Tailgating here on WWL. Welcome back, Tiger Tailgating. Had the pleasure of sitting down with LSU head coach Ed Ogeron back on Monday, looking at this matchup today, LSU and Florida. Take a listen. Coach O, another win for you guys, 5-0 and against Ole Miss. You talked to me last week. You told me that you wanted your team to finish. Do you feel like they did this week? Oh, no question. No, we had to finish. This, this team wasn't quit. Very pleased with uh, Steve Ensminger, the way he called offense, and pleased the way our DBs played against their great receivers. What's the status of uh, Lloyd Cushenberry? Uh, he's questionable, but I think towards the end of the week he'll come around. How big is he to have on your offensive line, though? Huge. We need him, man. This is a great defensive line. We're playing against a great defense. I think towards the end of the week he'll come around. I don't know how much he'll practice this week. Last week, another thing you talked to me about was pass rush, mm-hmm. in particular in the interior. Mm-hmm. Did you get what you wanted out of Fayoko and, and Shard Lawrence? We got better. We didn't get totally what we want. We want to be dominant in there. We want to be on the edges, four-man rush. We're not doing it yet. We have to call them some blitzes and some nickel guys sending Grant Delpit, which is fine, but we need to get better inside. We seemingly talk about Grant Delpit every week, but he <laughs> makes plays every week. Did you see this kind of growth out of him this quickly? I'm telling you, the advantage of having Bill Bush on our staff has been tremendous. Now Bill coaches the safeties, Corey coaches the corners. He does a fantastic job. So now we have one guy that can coach him and coach him to do the different things he does. He's playing on the line of scrimmage. He's playing on the post. He's playing man coverage, zone coverage. But he's able to be able be able to be taught, and he's very athletic. Does his versatility add another dimension to that defense? That very gives us a, a bunch of choices to do. You know, the first one was to play him in the post and, and prevent the deep ball against the pick on what the second play. You know, I want to give you an opportunity to talk about your offensive coordinator, Stevens. Maybe yeah. he, he thought he, I'm sure you thought he called a heck of a game the other night. Tremendous. You know, that's always always Stevens making. You know, play action pass. Uh, guys getting open. He takes what the defense gives him. Uh, tremendous job of running the ball 50-50. I'm glad he's our coordinator. Have you ever been a part of a team where you've had a quarterback go 
five straight games without an interception? No, no, and you know that's a, a tribute to the offensive line, a tribute to Steve, and a tribute to the intelligence and the experience of Joe. How has Joe progressed so far through five games? Yeah, every week, man, you can see him. He's coming more and more. He's in the offense more and more. Wants more of the offense, uh, grasping more of what Steve wants to do, and has confidence. Is he getting more? Are you guys giving him more? Oh yeah, every week. week. Every week we're putting in new place. Every week. Talk about this matchup uh, on the road against against Florida. A really good team. A really tough environment to play in. Yeah, we love it. We thrive in that. You know, we, we're looking forward to it. We know it's going to be a tremendous challenge. Uh, last year was a tremendous challenge. Uh, we took our team on the road to Auburn. Here we go again. SEC play, but that's why you come to LSU. Dan Mullen, I know you have a good relationship with him. What is the one hallmark thing that you can count on whenever you're facing a Dan Mullen coach team? Well, uh, his scheme's going to be right on. I mean, you're going to have to go with him head-to-head schematically. He's going to know what to do, the plays to run. He's a look-over guy. He's shown him a certain defense. He's going to call the right play. We're going to have to change. We're going to have to mix and match. It's going to be a tremendous battle between him and Dave Renda. How strong is their defense? Very strong. The best defense we've seen so far, Todd Grennan. We've been against Todd in Louisville, been against him last year at Mississippi State. Now he has the best athletes he's ever had, leads in sacks, leads in turnover margin. This is a very, very opportunistic defense. Coach, a couple keys for you guys in order to pull out a W. Yeah, turnover battle. Start fast, play for 60 minutes. Coach, appreciate it. Good luck, all right? Go Tigers. LSU coach Ed Ogeron earlier in the week. LSU in Florida today at 2.30. Breaking down that matchup uh, with Sam Spiegelman, TigerDetails.com. Also, Herb Tyler, former LSU quarterback. You can jump in the conversation at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Right now, uh, Sam, on uh, TigerDetails.com, what's what's on the site? Oh, we got the fact that Tyler Shelvin didn't didn't travel to this game at Florida. Um, Always a concern for a defensive line that's – hasn't been able to generate a pass rush and, and isn't that deep as we expected after a, a 2018 signing class that had what six or seven defensive defensive ends um we had a we had a film study into into why you know this this offense has taken to a new level each week it seems five games they've improved their their point totals their offensive yards um we looked at the defensive secondary, um, Grant Delpit's emergence as a you know a Heisman candidate, but also the fact that this is probably their best secondary since 2015 when they had now NFLers, Tredavious White, Jamal Adams, Jalen Collins. I mean, it's uh, just a b- bunch of different things. And then all the recruiting updates. We, we spoke to both the quarterbacks this week. We got film of TJ Finley against Slidell. Um, we did a big mailbag about Miles Brennan possibly taking a redshirt year. And so far, it looks like that's that's the case. Yeah, I mean, he could still play in up to four games, right? Right. But still take that redshirt because mm-hmm. of the new redshirt rule. So I think it is headed in that direction. Tell me if you disagree with this. Herb and I were talking about this earlier. The personality of Joe Burrow, right? He reminds me a little bit of Tom Brady just by the way he the way he conducts himself. I'm not saying he's going to be Tom Brady, right? right? But I just I think he's wired similarly. And their story, if you look at their their their, their stories, people forget Tom Brady didn't didn't light the world on fire at Michigan, no. right? Okay. So Joe Burrow sat behind uh, quarterbacks at Ohio State, comes to LSU, gets an opportunity. He looks like he's shining. I like his personality. I think it's quirky. I think he likes to have fun with the media. Um, you know, maybe that's why they gave him a, a break a couple of weeks ago. Probably got too much yeah. since uh, since the Miami game. But he kind of reminds me kind of like a Jay Cutler. Not as obviously his play, but the way he handles you know, He can handle things in a joking manner. Um you know, it could be a little smart with the media, but he's fun. He's a little bit more open, so he's not completely in the, the Cutler zone. But, yeah, yeah, I can see the Tom Brady comp as well. Um, he has fun with us. You know, he 
takes things seriously. He comes from a football family. Yeah. His dad is obviously a coach. Um, he has such an Im- immense knowledge of football. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we'll talk about the caramel, you know, apple suckers and, <laughs> right. and, and liking the, the Cavs backup point guard who helped them to the championship. Yep. Delvadova. Yeah. He's, he's fun. He's quirky to be around. Yeah, I, I just think that there's a leadership element to him that yeah. you can see the players are buying. Guys him. in the locker room love that. I mean, because he can be himself. You know what? He's, what you see out of him in the media, he's probably 30 times more than that in the locker room. I think he, sh- I think he showed it this, the moment he arrived on campus. Now remember that Miles Brennan, Justin McMillan, and Lowell Narcisse were all here. Yep. He starts leading Saturday workouts. He's trying to organize, you know, times to, to run routes with his receivers on on practice days, on non practice days. Um, they said on the conditioning test, his first week, he he won in sprints. Um, last time I checked, they got Greedy Williams and guys like Jamar Chase and Kelvin <laughs> Joseph on that team, and he's winning all the sprints. That shows that he was out to show. I am not just, you know, another guy in the in the quarterback room. I yep. am the guy mm-hmm. in the quarterback room. I am going to be a leader of this team, and I know I'm not from Louisiana. I'm new to this team, but I'm going to prove it all to y'all. And and I really respected that, you know, and someone who covers the team. And uh, he, he took him by storm by yeah. leading those workouts. He just kind of showed that let's let's get on the page and let's let's move quickly and we can get this team going. Sam Spiegelman, TigerDetails.com, at Sam Speaks on Twitter. Right now, uh, Alabama 14, Arkansas nothing in the uh, first quarter. So it looks like... Uh, Alabama is just putting it on another oh, big play here. This is uh, Tua. No, yeah, this is Tua on a scramble. Anyway, um, no, that's hurts. No, that's, that's, that is hurts. You're right. No, but <laughs> Alabama, Arkansas is bad. That's a bad football. Oh team. yeah, oh yeah. Oh, man, they were on a down, you know, downslide about two years ago. Yeah, you know, it started. Brett Bielema, yeah. that, that 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 whole regime just didn't end well. But look, this is why when you start looking at this, this is why it's encouraging when you start looking at LSU's schedule. They got Florida today, and I know the players can't look ahead, but we can in the media, right? So, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi State, Alabama, you got Texas A&M, and you got Arkansas. You have a chance that this LSU team has a chance, a legitimate chance at nine or ten wins that nobody saw coming. So, I think that it's a testament to Coach O's ability uh, as a coach and his staff as well. I think the biggest thing is yeah. is they've been able to beat Miami and then kind of slow their roll against Southeastern where we're kind of scratching our head, and then they show up on the road at Auburn, and then against La Tech, they're giving up three consecutive touchdown drives, and all of a sudden it's a three-point game. Mm-hmm. There's no room for error at this juncture in the schedule. It's nope. like you, you, you just beat up Ole Miss in a very convincing fashion, but now you're on the road in the swamp. And then you, you do get the luxury of playing Georgia, State, and Alabama all in the confines of Tiger Stadium, which is a major advantage. Yep. Um, but there's no room for, for a letdown game. There's no... Joe Burrow can't start slow against Alabama. He can't start slow. You know, the, the defense can't give up three consecutive touchdown drives to Georgia and expect mm-hmm. to just, you know, come right back into the game. So you, they need to be on their at their best each of the next four or five games. I think that, Herb, you tell me, but I think last week proved what Coach O had been harping on, which is finish, finish a ball game. They put it on Ole Miss, they put it on Ole Miss pretty good, and they, and they stayed on them pretty good. I think it's, you know, it's, it's start and finish ultimately because – you know, you can start the game off and finish slow, or you can start the game off slow and finish strong. I want to see 60 minutes of football, if you will, or four quarters of football. And, and I think they're, they're getting to that. And the, and the best thing that I see right now is that, you know, we, we, we have, and we've talked about it and probably harped on it enough today, but the, the quarterback play of Joe Burrow has taken this confidence of the team and raised it as a team, not only in the offense, not only in the quarterback meeting room, but the defensive guys are seeing that. 
the special team guys are seeing that. The coaches are getting more and more comfortable. So the difference, the, the difference in the play calling from Steve Ingsminger, uh, it should be evident today. Yeah. You should be able to see that. And I think you, as a defense, as a defensive player, you feel like the pressure's off of you if you know you have a quarterback that can, you know, if you make a mistake or, or yeah. you know, you're not having your best game. For a long time, it, it always, it always fell on the defense. The defense had to play outstanding in, in order for too for, long for LSU I mean, to win because we, we, you know, we're bringing in two tight ends and then we have no receivers in the game. And then you got to, you know, you got you know, you know, traditional eye formation, and you're trying to burst through Alabama's 11 man front. Not going to happen. That's not cool. Herb Tyler, Sam Spiegelman, Christian Garrick here on Tiger Tailgating here on WWL. Welcome back, Tiger Tailgating. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, Sam Spiegelman at Sam Spiegs on Twitter. Yes. TigerDetails.com. Breaking down LSU and Florida right now. Alabama is just throttling Arkansas in the first quarter. Yeah. They're up 21 to nothing over the Razorbacks, as to be expected. Yeah. Man. Alabama's the best team in the country. They're they're working out this two quarterback system though. It's kind of I didn't think Nick would be able to pull it off, but he certainly has so far. No, he has no choice, man. I mean, two is the guy, but you know, Hertz brings in a, a, a different level of type of experience, you know, in play. But you know, hey, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, they are the best team in the country. I don't care who they by played. far. I don't care who they played thus far. Um, you know, people people kind of get a little bit, I guess. They don't really understand the fact that just because they may play a lesser team, that they are still executing in the fashion that they're supposed to execute. Kind of like we go back to the uh, the La Tech game. You know, you know, everyone expecting LSU to beat La Tech by forty points, right? Well, guess what? La Tech scores three touchdowns back to back to back. So guess what Alabama does? They don't allow that against right. anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. So I mean, you know, you, they're coached a certain way. That the, the the players are a certain. Um, type of player, and they're hungry, and they always like to win, so that's what they do. Sam, where will Florida present problems for, for LSU? Uh, starting with the defensive line. Um, they're loaded there. They always have been. Um, and they got two edge rushers now going to give Sadiq Charles, making his return for the first time since Auburn, some fits. Um, Austin Deculus actually came in and played against Florida for the first time in his career last year. Um, that's going to be a big test for him, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit of Adrian McGee just kind of come in and help. Um, see Foster kind of go back and forth, add a little bit of another layer of protection against these edge rushers because they're really, really good. And Dan Mullen and, and Todd Grantham especially is really good at bringing the pressure. And they're really good in defensive secondary. I mean, you got a former New Orleans kid, Brad Stewart, um, who's having a he's having a breakout year uh, at corner for Florida. Um, you know, I think LSU's receivers will match up well against them. That'll be a good test. But you know, they're they they're optimistic they're 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 same as LSU's they're wired the same way they're going to go for the turnovers um and then offensively just Dan Mullen is the biggest mismatch I don't think Felipe Franks is a you know an you know first round pick at quarterback and you know they got uh Damian Pierce at running back who was a really highly regarded recruit a year ago but they're not you know so stout up front or so talented in the backfield that that's going to be too much for for LSU's defense to match up with but I am concerned with what Dan Mullen will chalk up in the game plan to, to create those mismatches the same way that, you know, we talk about Ensminger, you know, sure. using the wild Clyde, as I call it, or, <laughs> or using Racy McMath as a tight, Dan Mullen is as creative a play caller as there is in the country. Yeah. Look, he, he he's up there, uh, obviously going back to his days at Florida as an offensive coordinator, being a head coach at Mississippi state, and then going back to Florida as a head coach. It's kind of his DNA. It's kind of his deal. We, we were just talking about play callers off the air. In, in the NFL, he's one of the top in, in college football. Absolutely. He's got a great offensive mind. Yep. Um, Rashard Lawrence and Fooko are two players, Herb, interior that I, I think 
have to start showing up in the passing and and pass rush because they can't get it on the perimeter. They've got to start pushing the pocket a little bit. They're they're struggling. They miss Caleb on Chason. Yeah, no, that you're absolutely right. We're missing uh, Chason, but you know Lawrence and Fajoko, they've been playing okay. I think we expect good against the run, but yeah, yeah, no, they've been playing okay. They, they've been playing good against the run and okay in the past. You know, as far as getting pressure, but you know the the thing about it though is they 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 I think they bring a little bit more to the to the to the whole dynamic of the defense than just making plays. So if you may not see those guys making plays, but they're covering up other guys, um, or, or, or let me say this, helping open situations for other guys to make plays. Like um, for instance, if they're blitzing a safety or something like that, or a linebacker is blitzing, well, those guys are are, are taking on two. Two, you know, two blockers at one time, which is freeing up another guy to go and make a sack or to to bat a ball down from a pass or something like that. But I think that um, I think it would be nice to for those guys to at least between the two of them average one sack a game or some sort of a pressure or just or get a push. Something. I mean, with well, these quarterbacks, they got to be in their face a little bit, especially for this game now yes. because they're going to be throwing some quick passes. So we do need to get it, you know, uh, you know, bodies in the face of the quarterback. Herb made a great point. I think Fajoko playing nose, and that was a, that was a move that they made right at the start of August before camp. And you plug Glenn Logan at the other end spot. I think Rashard Lawrence has done well, especially against the run, but mm-hmm. he's not been getting after the quarterback. N- none of them have generated pressure. I think the biggest weak spot is actually Glenn Logan, who is kind of the talk of camp and someone that, that they made the move to, to drop Ed Alexander out of the rotation, move Fajoko over. But Logan has been kind of pedestrian. Um, I think you need to see some kind of combination where Fajoko maybe emerges as a pass-rushing defensive end and you put Ed Alexander, who's able to get pressure from the nose spot. But, you know, Fajoko's done great at, at clearing a spot for Devin yeah. White and Jacob Phillips to make tackles in the run game. But yeah. this defensive line is a shell of its former self as it comes to getting the pass rush, which has been a major issue for this team. Yep. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, Sam Spiegelman, TigerDetails.com. I want to talk excuse me, a little recruiting with you when we come back. This is Tiger Tailgating here on WWL. Beam me up, Scotty. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, Sam Spiegelman, TigerDetails.com, LSU in Florida. Today at 2.30, right here on the home of the Tigers, WWL. And how'd that win impact recruiting last week? I know they had a lot of guys uh, in town, a lot of recruits in town. How, what were some of the recruits saying after that win over Ole Miss? A lot of glowing reviews. Um, some of the some of the quotes and interviews that stood out. Um, caught up with Devontae Lee, who's a top uncommitted athlete in the state right now. Uh, what plays wide receiver and safety for a meet, which is obviously a polarizing area for LSU recruiting. And he was glowing. He loved the game plan, loved the packages. Racy McMath being used as a move tight end. Obviously, kind of like him as a six foot three, two hundred and twenty pound receiver. You know, well, you're behind D. Anderson, Stephon Sullivan, and, and Jets, Jefferson. So they, they they found a role for him on offense. And Devontae liked that. Loved the ability to throw the ball or run the ball at his disposal. And obviously, Coach O has done a really good job of recruiting, even in these big uh, amplified settings at game day. You know, with an 8 o'clock kickoff, he, he invited a lot of these recruits into the pregame meetings, the coaches' meetings, after, after the game in the locker room, celebrating the win. Um, Devontae Lee stood out. Peter Parrish and T.J. Finley glowed about the offense. Um, both of them kind of hinted that this is just the beginning. This is, you know, the 500 and something yards of total offense and, and 45 points. That that should be expected each week, you know, depending on the opponent, of course. But they think there's the, the offense is going to continue to unravel and more and more wrinkles to unfold. So that was encouraging. Um, they had a couple of – a lot of out-of-state visitors, and they, they just all raved about, about the offense, the defense, you know, the, the position versatility – um, and I think that that's a, a testament to Ed Orgeron's staff, his coordinators, his, his assistant coaches, 
finding these guys and then finding roles for them, whether it's conventional or not. Sam, I, I've, I've watched over the past week or so um, at least three commitments that Georgia had decommit. Mm-hmm. Are those any guys that LSU potentially are recruiting? Yeah, obviously Jaden Hazelwood is, uh, I think he's the number one receiver in the country. He camped at LSU, I think, three or four years ago uh, when Les Miles was the head coach. Damian Craig recruited the area for LSU. And after that visit, now he was just a freshman at the time. He was a freshman prodigy kind of kid that we were talking about off air. He loved LSU. And, and I thought that if, as long as Les Miles and Damian Craig were going to be here, which would be forever, um, that Hazelwood would be in the cards. Well, obviously Ed, o- Ed Orgeron took over. Uh, Craig went to Florida State and now A&M, and, and Hazelwood committed to Georgia's hometown team. Now LSU is back in the mix with Hazelwood, and they might get him for his fourth or fifth official visit, which is something to keep an eye on. I don't expect him to come here. They have Trey Palmer committed. Like I said earlier, they're in a good spot with Devontae Lee, but they have a chance with the number one wide receiver in the country if they can get him on campus. Uh, J.D. Bertrand decommitted from Georgia last night, and some some rumors swirling about this is that Georgia might might have pushed him out of the class which is interesting because, you know, if that's, this was LSU kicking a Louisiana kid out of the class, that would cause some cause a stir. Bertrand was camped at LSU a year ago, had a private workout with Dave Aranda during the elite high school camp. Um, you know, LSU is in the market for another linebacker, you know, obviously with Tyler Taylor's future up in the air and Devin White likely to go to the NFL. And their, their sights are set on N'Kobe Dean at a Horn Lake in Mississippi, and he's a, he's a priority for LSU in 2019. But I'm, I'm interested to see if they'll kick the tires and try to get Bertrand back on campus now that Georgia's kind of let the let him loose. Back to the phones we go. Caesar on the go. What's going on, Caesar? You're on WWL Tiger Tailgating. Hey, K-Dog. You're the uh, – Simplify. I'm the sergeant major of the Army. I think you know who I am, right? Okay. Uh, that being said, Christian, I know that during the Auburn game uh, that LSU played here a couple of weeks ago, there was some talk about the – D-line being gassed, can you uh, amplify please? And well, I'll hang up. As far as being gassed, it just means they're tired. I mean, at one point in that ball game, first off, it was hot, right? It was really hot for that Auburn game. Yep. And Auburn runs kind of a, a fast, you know, a go, uh, fast-paced offense. So that D-line, when I, if I said they were gassed, it just means late in the game, as most defenses are, especially D-linemen, in the fourth quarter, if you're not rotating, yeah. you're going to be tired. It's if just you the, if you it's a fact have, of the matter. If you don't have that rotation, then definitely you're going to be gassed, especially because those guys are dealing with 300-pound linemen all game long. And then with the humidity and the heat that's out there, it's just difficult. And with spread concepts, all right, that 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 yes. is the, that is the D lineman nightmare. Yes, all right, they would much rather get in there. You want to play in a, in a phone booth? Okay, fine. Yeah, but they don't, they don't want to play in that spread. That where that's why the spread is so popular because it really puts a big strain on the big guys. Absolutely, absolutely. And and one of the things about LSU this year was that behind their starting three, you'd have Ed Alexander, you'd have Neil Farrell, um, you'd have Justin Thomas, and those those reserves besides Ed Alexander, it's really been a four defensive end rotation. And maybe that's because Calevon got hurt. Yeah. It's just not as deep and, and not as productive as we would have suspected in, yeah. in August. Sam Spiegelman, TigerDetails.com. It is a subscription site, but it is worth a chalk full of information. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick here on Tiger Tailgate and on WWL. Along with Sam Spiegelman, TigerDetails.com, at Sam Spiegs on Twitter. Sam, LSU, at the end of the day, around 630 today, are they still unbeaten? I think so. Ooh, um, yes. I, you know, it, it's it's <laughs> will Joe Burrow continue to make good decisions will he make good throws will steve ensminger unveil another wrinkle in this offense we saw the wild clyde against auburn 
Racy McMath. I I was super impressed. I've I've always wanted to see what Racy could do in the SEC. I was impressed by that. What will he show today against Florida? Really good defense. I expect the defense to play well. Mm-hmm. And then, as Coach O said, I hate to repeat him, but you know this is they are plus seven against the turnover ratio. Florida is just a little bit better, but who protects the ball better and who can force a turnover? That it's a small little obvious things along with the battle in the trenches. And I think not a really high scoring game, something like 24 13. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like coach speak, and it is, and hyperbole, but. This game, I think it really does apply. Those those coaching yeah. you know, turnovers, yeah. et cetera, protective football, like that that really does apply yeah. in this game. Especially think, on the road. Yeah. Yeah, I think these two teams are so evenly matched, you know, talent wise. Um, and then, you know, you you add the element of the swamp, yeah, of course. But ultimately, like you said, it's so it's gonna come down to all of the 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 the, the things that you actually do on a day to day basis in practice, which is just blocking, tackling in football. Sam Spiegelman. TigerDetails.com. Go check him out uh, also on Twitter, at Sam Speaks. Thanks for the last yep. hour, man. I certainly appreciate it, all right? Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, Sam. Good insight. We roll on for another half hour. We'll hand it off to the LSU Sports Radio Network at 1230 for their pregame coverage of LSU and Florida today in the Swamp at 230 right here on WWL. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.